0: you're listening to track by track with me dan and if we're lucky
1: me will dialing in this week remotely this is usually the podcast where we take a great pop album and talk about it track by track but for a second time in as many weeks we've decided to uh, do something to help during times of isolation
0: to quote kanye west it's a love lockdown Sort of. uh, I'm
1: not familiar with uh, with his work, Dan, but I'll uh, take your word for it.
0: Well, shall I put him on the long list?
1: Uh, I don't think we'll be seeing him anytime soon. Uh, well, I hope not.
0: That's a real shame.
1: So, Dan, how are you?
0: Well, you know, well, I suppose as well as can be expected, it's been another strange week, hasn't it? Of course, when we put out the episode last week, we hadn't gone to a sort of full lockdown. So things got very serious on Monday night with that announcement. Um, and from a more personal point of view, not to be not to take away from the fact that this is a real serious thing that people are dying all around the world. But I think you and I, you know, we're very passionate about music. We've had loads coming up later in the year that we were looking forward to. Uh, and just more and more of those things at the minute are getting cancelled. So uh, since we last spoke, All Points East has been cancelled, which um, we were hoping to see craft work, and we We're going to do a special episode about that. Praying that uh, the Duran Duran show that we've talked about at Hyde Park and the Banana Armor show at Kew Gardens stay in the calendar. And
1: I think we've also the Mighty Hoopla still is still standing
0: at time of well. recording, still there.
1: And all sorts of things have happened as well. Like today, for example, just an hour or so ago, we found out that the Prime Minister himself has got coronavirus.
0: Such a shame.
1: Um, we're just—I know you are a bit worried about the Queen.
0: Very worried, yes, because of course, um, Prince Philip, no, Prince Charles has it, is that right? He tested positive?
1: That's correct, yes. And Dan, I know you're a bit of a royalist.
0: Well, uh, I am a bit of a Queen fanatic, that is true.
1: And also, the big clap last night, did you get involved?
0: Uh, Absolutely, of course, yes. Um, Yes, I was stood, uh, well, front and back, I was uh, clapping last night.
1: And it's funny for you, Dan, because normally when I say the words NHS and clap to you in the same sentence, I'm asking you quite a different thing.
0: How dare you? I hope you've got a relevant sound effect for that.
1: (laughs) But everything's all right on that front too, I hope.
0: Front and back again, yes.
1: Good. Uh, But it's been really interesting this week to see how different people, musicians, celebrities are choosing to keep us entertained.
0: Uh, Us included, Will.
1: Yes, I mean, we've had a really fun week of our
0: um, tweet-along bike-a-thons. Uh, our, <laughs> our charity fun run Yes, the track-by-track tweet-alongs, which we was just a bit of an idea, wasn't it? To seeing what other people were doing and how can we uh, get involved with keeping the nation entertained and indoors. So we kicked off this week with Bananarama and Bright Light, Bright Light. Uh, And both of them got involved and tweeted along, along with fans of theirs and listeners of the podcast. And I tell you what, Will, it really, really was a magical moment.
1: We both had a lot of fun doing it, but also it was great to hear from so many people tweeting along, uh, joining in, and actually to have uh, Rod Thomas himself and the girls from Banana Island themselves joining in and giving you some fascinating insights into those albums.
0: Yeah, I was quite surprised, actually, at how much they gave away. I was expecting, uh, you know, any, any contribution they made would have been amazing, as I was expecting maybe just um, joining in the chat. But we really got to find out stuff about both albums that we love, uh, of course, In Stereo by Banana Bananarama and Life is Easy by Bright Light, Bright Light. And just something that we didn't mention last night and a bit of an exclusive, we are actually going to be covering the album on a track-by-track podcast Uh, Very soon, actually, aren't we? How soon? June. So hopefully we're not doing it remotely like this at that point.
1: Oh, uh, for goodness sake. I hope by June we're uh, wide open again to please ourselves.
0: So they were really fun. Talking about Bright Light, Bright Light.
1: He's got a new song out today. Uh, He was teasing us about it yesterday. Um, And I have to say, it's fantastic.
0: So... At the time of recording it is New Music Friday. Shall we have a little listen to that new song? Oh,
1: well, I think we are uh, we're very lucky today because here is a little bit this of it. Was my house and I was not supposed to worry. About it. This was the place that I was not supposed to feel. This was my house and I was not supposed to Dan, what do you think?
0: I absolutely love it. It was love at first listen with this one. Particularly, it's just very clearly very house music influence, isn't it?
1: It is. And I hope this, oh, it feels like it. And hopefully this is very much going to be a theme that is running through the new material
0: now. Definitely. And we talked last night when we did the uh, tweet-along. We talked, or I certainly commented that I felt like house music influenced that sound, and then it kind of maybe disappeared a bit with choreography, which went a little bit more funk, pop, uh, maybe a bit more 80s influenced, but it definitely feels like the house sound is back. And there's some special guests on there as well, aren't there, Will?
1: Yes, Stan. And do you know who they are?
0: Absolutely. So there is Nikki Harris, who is an American singer who's perhaps best known as being one of Madonna's backing vocalists, um, and also... um, recording with snap uh 90s icon so i think we've seen it at mighty hoopla haven't we
1: we have or a, a version of them yes
0: a version yeah <laughs> um there's also donna delori who again an american singer who's worked with everyone from carly simon to bet midler to uh barry manilow haven't he hasn't yet been talked about on the podcast maybe one day
1: stick him on the long list absolutely no joke joke
0: and then initial talk. You aware of initial talk, Will?
1: Initial talk have done some brilliant work um, in, in the most part of remixing actually. And there's some brilliant initial talk remixes, some songs from the last few years out there.
0: One for Dua Lipa's new rules.
1: And that's a. I was thinking of that one actually when I was saying it, and it's that's really good. Let's have a little bit of it. <laughs> from that remix dan how they the initial talk and bright light bright light would be very comfortable bedfellows
0: absolutely and i'm sure they wouldn't mind us saying that S- sounds like a good time to talk about some more new music and dua lipa
1: she's brought forth the release of her new album she's come to save us all with a whole new album of pop bangers
0: and thank god she has
1: it's sensational
0: she's not done a gaga and pushed it back
1: Which makes no sense, because what people need now is cheering up, whether that's music or TV or films or whatever.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, It's a brilliant album. It's really consistently strong. It feels like she's kind of entered into just a really uh, powerful phase of her career, where she's just knocking them banger after banger out of the park. And my favourite song, and I think, Dan, you will agree with me on this, because we were talking about it just before we started recording is hallucinate and if we're lucky and if we're lucky yeah
0: let's stick it in let's Let's have a bit put the catchphrase in there
1: isolating isn't it
0: absolutely I think I have to say so with Dua Lipa I never with with the other material that she's released I've liked it but I've never like quite got it I'd say and with this sound the whole album is quality
1: it's brilliant and like physical was such a moment uh, for pop for the year and I think it will be even as we get further into the year
0: I wouldn't be surprised, Will, if we see Dua Lipa towards the end of the year on our albums of 2020.
1: Wow, that's a bold claim to make, but I wouldn't put it past there actually.
0: Mm. And I'm looking forward to actually to listening to it more and more. Sometimes, you know, you hear a new album, you put it on, it's nice, and then you go back to your old favourites. But I really want to keep listening to this album and just picking out my favourites, picking out the different bits of the songs, hearing those influences from the 70s and 80s that are in there. Um, it's, yeah, it's a great, great, great album.
1: Say what you want about Little Mix, and I know I've probably not been the biggest fan over the years, but they've got a new single out.
0: And I really like it.
1: Yeah, it's really good, but I think let's have a little bit of it as well. Again, loads of energy in that, really upbeat, even though the content isn't necessarily about a positive thing.
0: But it does, it also makes me think of sort of um, 80s, it's another 80s kind of influence, isn't it? And it's like 80s Madonna, maybe, Madonna ballad, even though it's not quite a ballad.
1: That's a good point. Uh, maybe like a Dua Lipa as a group as well.
0: Uh, but yeah, you're right. We haven't, really, we haven't really talked about Little Mix a lot. We haven't featured them yet on the podcast. So maybe this new album is the one where we're going to really get on board with them.
1: Uh, I don't think I've been positive about them when we have referenced them in the podcast. So uh, very, very sorry about that.
0: You turned out to be quite a spiteful individual, actually.
1: Uh, No, I'm sure it was completely justified related to whatever we were talking about at the time. But I've not got an amazing memory and we have recorded quite a lot.
0: Some people are calling you the new Morrissey.
1: No, steady on. I think we need to move on. Uh to a young man who is definitely not the new Um uh, He's carving out a very good niche for himself with some of his black country disco at the moment. And this is the new one from Tom Aspel. It's called WM.
0: Sounds like a disco classic, doesn't it? Even though it's just been released today,
1: it's a wonderfully slick piece of disco pop. Um, and I'd encourage you all to follow Tom on Instagram and Twitter. He is very—he loves his pop music and he loves to dance.
0: Yes, and so do you.
1: I do, but I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna feel myself doing it. I've not got the moves.
0: No, you can't, you have got the moves like Jagger, but. Him as a 75 year old man.
1: Yes, Mick Jagger struggling out of the maternity ward with yet another child.
0: And a Zimmer frame. How does he do it?
1: How does he do it? Still very virile, even at his uh, advanced years.
0: So, that's some new, new music. Will, how else have you kept yourself occupied this week?
1: Uh, I've been watching Disney Plus.
0: Me too.
1: I haven't taken the obvious route. I haven't started The Mandalorian yet. Um, I have been re-watching some of the classic Muppet films. Oh. Uh, which has been a lovely treat, because uh, they are from the... I think the great the Muppet movie was from 1979, and then the Great Muppet Caper was from the early 80s. So I tell you what, they may be looking a little bit dated, but there's humour in them. Uh, and the sentiment in them is still fantastic. And just what you need at the moment.
0: And wish you were a fan of the, Muppet, the more recent Muppet films from I five loved, years ago. So.
1: Loved both of those as well. And I was just saying to someone a couple of days ago, I can't believe that I'd ever see Tina Fey and Ricky Gervais in a Muppet film. But they were in the Muppets Most Wanted.
0: Yes. And I have to say, I haven't seen all of that one for some reason. I didn't get through it, but... The the one that came before it, I thought was hilarious. it was fantastic.
1: I've always loved The Muppets. What have you been watching?
0: I, I, I have. This won't surprise you. I have taken the obvious route, Will. Uh, so I have been watching The Mandalorian, um, which I'm really enjoying. At first, I think it takes a while to get into it because ha- people who had seen it before, um, illegally, I won't name names, uh, did say to me that every episode feels like a Star Wars film. That's the kind of uh, production style and budget that they're going for here. So when I watched the first episode, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. But what I think it does amazingly is you're definitely in that star Wars world. Uh, and there is some of the kind of the same, uh, techniques or it gives you the same kind of feeling that you're watching a star Wars film, but it also kind of feels a bit like a 1970s sci-fi series or something like that,
1: uh, which isn't a bad thing.
0: Absolutely not. No. Um, But one of the things that I really like about it is I just assumed because so many series now are one hour long and it does kind of sometimes feel like a slog. uh, Each episode is about 30 minutes. So that's, again, kind of makes me feel like it's uh, nodding back to a different era of uh, sci-fi TV because they really feel like fun, bite-sized episodes.
1: And that's really good for you because you've got quite a short attention span.
0: Sorry, Will, what were you saying?
1: Uh, that was really, oh, very good,
0: very good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and I've also started The Simpsons from season one, episode one.
1: Oh, when it was still hand-drawn.
0: And I have to say, the animation is absolutely terrible. It's aged horribly.
1: <laughs> That's part of the charm, isn't
0: it? It is, and the jokes are just as good, and it is great to see how some of those characters developed. Of course, Ralph Wiggum's voice changed two or three times. Uh, Smithers was black at the beginning. Chief Wiggum was quite a good policeman. So, um, yeah, it's really fun to go back to.
1: Um, and I'll tell you what I've been watching, um, and it's back for a new series, uh, tonight, as in Friday night on the day of recording, uh, Friday night dinner on channel four is so funny.
0: So I've never got into this one.
1: This is the sixth season. So there's still, there's five series if you enjoy it to binge on, but it's about a Jewish family, um, uh, and their hilarious exploits of attempting to have Friday night dinner together every week. Um, but obviously things go uh, tits hot up. quite quickly. Yes, um, tits up. So uh, it's really funny. It's got a great cast, and it's our in it, so Greg is the mum, and Paul Ritter, hilarious as dad, and it's uh, Tom Rosenthal and Simon Bird play the two children. Uh, children, they're grown-up men in it. Um, and the scene stealer is Mark Heap, who plays the next door neighbour, who is very, very odd. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll give it another go. I... Oh, everything okay there, Will? Yeah. Oh, it sounded like you fell, fell down the stairs.
1: No, no, I'm fine. I'm Good. fine. Good. So, I, I did not. I did just knock over a um, sixty-four piece dinner service, though. <laughs> Uh, And if you have any, uh, not you, Dan, to our listeners, if you have any suggestions, uh, we'd love to know what you're currently watching, listening to, uh, not going to the cinema and watching uh, or reading, uh, because we may end up doing more of these as the weeks uh, elapse.
0: Yeah, perhaps next time I can come over to you. Oh, no, that won't work, will it?
1: No, it won't work.
0: So, the audio quality might not be what you're used to, but the actual quality content will be there.
1: Uh, and I'll tell you what we did, Dan, before we started recording this episode. Um, I don't know why I'm telling you because we did it together, but uh, we put a little message out on Twitter if anyone wanted to, quite time sensitive, send, uh, send us a message to include on the recording. Uh, we've had a couple of responses.
0: Yes. So, hello to Joe Anderton. We're waving. Thank you for listening. So Joe
1: Anderson, who is a sometime contributor to Digital Spy.
0: I'm just going to assume there was a cheer noise then, Will. Um, And also hello to Peter Rigsby, whose handle is at 2 divided by 0. So we can only assume that, like us, he's got fantastic taste in music.
1: Uh, Well, he has done. He's also got fantastic taste in podcasts because he says, thanks for providing so much welcome entertainment. Enjoyed the Goldfrap chat, which is our current episode, which is still available to listen to.
0: And it's our next episode as well, because we've done a brace of Goldfrap, which we did to tie into their Felt Mountain tour, which is now taking place in October. But you can listen to the Felt Mountain episode from Tuesday. But before we go, Will, I thought it might be nice to just, we talked right at the beginning about um, the track by track tweet alongs, which we're really enjoying doing. And by the time this goes out, we will have already announced the next ones, won't we?
1: Yes, we've got three more happening next week. So uh, brace yourselves, uh, because there's going to be a whole lot more track by track coming who knew that self
0: isolation meant more of us? I know, I bet everyone's livid and desperate to get back to work.
1: Or just not listening.
0: Well, don't do that. So, next week on Monday, we are doing a tweet along with New Order. On Wednesday, it's with Aha. And Aha! On Friday, it's with Patched Boys. Now, I should be very clear here. I'm not saying that the artists are going to be there, although, if we're lucky, perhaps we might hear something from some of them. Um, but if you head over to Twitter now, uh, or at the time of this episode being released, uh, you can vote for which albums from those, uh, from those artists you'd like us to, uh, play and for you to tweet along with.
1: So, uh, very excited about that. Um, it's been a real blast doing those this week. And I hope if you've joined in, you've, you've, uh, enjoyed that as well.
0: Anything to, anything to declare before we leave, Will?
1: No, I've got to get on, actually, because i am going to have my hair cut this afternoon and I'm meeting some mates down the pub.
0: Oh, sounds... Wh- I would have loved to have joined you, but I'm off to the cinema.
1: Oh, that's lovely. And I... then out for dinner afterwards, did you say?
0: No, because I've got to catch my flight to the States.
1: Oh, brilliant. OK. Well, yeah, we're out of time for this mini self-isolation special, part two. Uh, but do join us, as Dan said, on Tuesday and for tweeting along with us uh, next week.
0: So until then, I've been Dan. And I think we'll. Fire satellite. Goodbye. bye. Bye.